Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. Uh, today we got four slated topics to discuss. We want to talk about the Wizards and the Warriors, some Super Bowl. We also going to have a special guest on with us today, joining us in a little bit. Uh, going to talk a little black history. Uh, everybody should know that, you know, the Black History Month is don't, don't get no shine like that. But uh, for those who didn't know, February is Black History Month, and we are Black Sports 980. It's in the name. Uh, we black people, so we definitely plan to use the, uh, this platform to bring awareness and highlight our people, uh, all their, you know, all the black sports accomplishments and achievements uh, that have just, you know, come through the, through the ages. So uh, we're definitely going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, uh, for starters, everybody knows that the Super Bowl is coming up this week. So, I mean, if you ain't bought your food yet, uh, you need to get to the grocery stores and, and get your wings, your chips, all that stuff. Um, are y'all ready for Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you cooking, deep? Come on. Am I cooking? <laughs> I know that's a that's a dope question though. I've ever got the smorgasbord jump set up. I, I hope uh, the, I hope the weather's nice. I'm gonna try to smoke some smoke some chicken on Sunday. Hopefully the weather's good. Oh, okay, I'm gonna pull out the smoker. Uh, Jeff, you you all ready for the game? Yeah, I'm ready, man. I mean, I, I haven't decided where I'm gonna watch it. They may be looking for a Super Bowl party, but you know, I'm, I could watch at home too. Either way, I'm good. It's gonna be a big game. You got Peyton Manning versus Cam Newton. Uh, these two going at it, and uh, I guess you know, to start things off. Question is, who who needs this W more, uh, Cam Newton or, or Peyton Manning? I guess the obvious answer is Peyton Manning, but but um, I, I don't. I think Cam needs it needs it more personally. But I mean, what are y'all thoughts? D, Shaq, Aaron. Um, I think for me, what I'll say is, needs it more as far as legacy goes. Um, as far as proving himself as a great quarterback, Cam needs it more. I don't know if Cam will ever get the full recognition that he'll deserve just because of how black quarterbacks have been treated throughout history. Um, Doug Williams won a championship, never gets any recognition as a Super Bowl champion. I can't think of any other black quarterbacks that won a championship aside from Russell Wilson. So I don't really have anything to compare it to in history other than Doug Williams, and he never gets mentioned. So I don't know if that'll even help Cam get mentioned in the future, but it won't hurt him to get it. But Peyton needs it in order for the whole Brady and Peyton argument to help solidify him as the greatest of our generation. He needs it a little bit more, I'd say. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, I think he's right. I mean, I uh, I don't think Peyton necessarily needs it more. I mean, this is his fourth appearance in the Super Bowl, and while it would be great, you know, to add on to his legacy, I don't think he needs it. I mean, he does have a Super Bowl victory. I think Cam needs it, you know, to get his first. And I think as far as the only way he'll be mentioned, you know, with greats and, and remembered among black quarterbacks, I mean, they'll remember him, but he'll have to win more than the Super Bowls. Like, that's the only way. He'll have to win two, maybe three Super Bowls or more in order for him to be remembered. And, I mean, he has the ambition to do that. So, I guess we all just have to sit back and enjoy the ride and see what happens. I think he needs to get on the board because he doesn't have one. Uh, what you think? I think the obvious answer for me is Peyton needs it more. Um, but I think black people need it more than Cam Newton actually needs it. So people, <laughs> no, nah, honestly, because they attack everything about him other than the way he plays on the field. It's, it's the, you know what I mean? It's like, to them, it's the way he is. They call it like antics and, and behavior and stuff like that. And it's just him being himself. And I just feel like they would love for him not to win so they can point to that as the reason why he's not winning. Like, if you just do it the way we said, maybe, you know what I mean? So I think that'll open up a lot of um, minds, hopefully, and the way people evaluate who they'll let be the, the uh, face of their franchise going forward if uh, Cam ends up getting the win. D, who needs it more? Yeah. The sheriff uh, or the young boy? 
I would say Cam. I think uh, Cam Cam winning Cam winning it will have a way impact opposed to Peyton winning it. Because Peyton, you already know what Peyton did in his career. He has all the records. He has all the accolades. Um, but Cam is just now starting out. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, I mean, if I got to pay, I, I would definitely say Cam needs a little bit more. I mean, interesting thing is if Cam wins the Super Bowl, he'll be the first quarterback ever, black or white, to win the Heisman, the national championship, a Super Bowl, and then a, a Super Bowl M- MVP or MVP of the league. Like, ever like nobody's ever done that before so i mean with those things at stake it's like i almost want to see him win like super bad because like just to be the first to basically break the mold on records and do something that's never been done ever before and uh i mean i i mean i'm pretty confident he can do it and, and get it done uh it'll be interesting to see how uh you know how the game is played out and what game plan they they go with. I, I, I'm not I'm not really pretty sure what what Peyton Manning will do if he loses the Super Bowl. Like, is he gonna retire or is he gonna stay with it? Because he hasn't he's come out and said he's gonna retire. He's done. If he wins, he's riding off into the sunset for sure. He already said he need a new hip. His shoulder's been bothering him. His neck's been bothering him. I'm sure there's something else bothering him. He's turned into an old man. He's done if he wins, for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think he's done regardless. Win or lose. You said win or lose, he's done. Yeah, he finished. Yeah. yeah. He can't play one more season? No. They said that the rumor, the rumor is that uh, if, you know, after the season that he might go to St. Louis. That's the rumor. LA, LA. And help save save Jeff Jeff Fisher's uh Yeah, LA, not St. Louis. LA knew where they Oh LA, okay. Oh yeah. Throwing the ball to who? Throwing it to what's the show bamber? Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. The five eight bamber with for four two speed. Kenny oh, Britt. They have no weapons. Yeah, they got Britt. They got Britt. Okay. I mean, I think man, he's not. He's not coming back. He can't play another full 16-game season. Like, you know, I, I don't see it. You don't think he can make it 16 games? Sir. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I think, you know. Not even with the steroids? Play, I, matter of fact, I was talking about this yesterday. You know, the only <laughs> way I think he should come back. The only way I think he should come back if if he's not afraid to walk away in the middle of the season. Like, if he try, if he try to play, and let's say he gets through five games and he's slumming or his body is just like, and he just hang it up, you know, if he want to kind of go away with no fanfare, you know, because the season go on, you know. So it'll, it wouldn't be like that big a, a storyline. So I think that's the only way he should come back, like if he's not afraid to retire in the middle of the season. But other than that, I don't think he's going to get through 16 games. No. They'll have to run Max Protect every down. I had only two receivers running routes. <laughs> oh, it's not going to happen. So no more pain. This is it. He he got to win or this is last, this is last check. This, this but I, I mean, if he want to play, he going to be able to he going to be able to play if he want to play. Yeah, I mean, if he want to, but I mean, we should all tell you, we know what our eyes tell us. You know, so I mean, if he want to play, LA going, they would give him a chance because you know they opening up a new, uh, a new arena, a uh, uh, stadium or whatever, and it's going to be LA and they, and Peyton's a star off the football field as well, and they they're going to want to have that first year, um, you know, be popping in there. So they probably would take the chance, but I mean, you know, should he play? The answer is no. That like, he's finished. And I love Peyton, man. That's my guy. But he, everybody know you need to hang it up. No, if you got to get a new hip, how you going to throw the football with a new hip? You need a new hip. They say you need a new hip? Yes. You need hip surgery. Oh, nah. That about my done. <laughs> he done. So about to yeah, that about my done. How you about to play in this game Sunday if you need a hip surgery? You know, when the legends have a chance to lose, they got to pre-apologize and make an excuse just in case. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 
So you mean to tell me this Bama got a uh, he got a, a a busted hip? He about to play in the Super Bowl? Yep. His he said, he said busted, it's, it's something. He said it's something that's gonna have to be done in the future. Not that it's like broken right now, but he knows that everything's worn down and it's gonna have to be done in the future. So it's coming at some point after his retirement. He needs to replace his hip. And man, you can, no. and you can, you can tell by the way he throws the football now. If you look how he throws a pass deep, a deep pass, bro, he has to pretty much throw the ball like he's like like he's a pitcher. Like his leg has to get off the ground fully. Like his whole body got to be into the joint. <laughs> oh, he's done, yo. Dang, you heard what happened to uh, Antoine Randall L. That Bama can't even walk down the steps in his house. And he can't what? even like. Seriously? Bama said, yeah, yeah. Bama said he can't even walk down the house like house steps without like pain. He said he be forgetting stuff. Bama be just like. Like he just CTE turning CTE. Vegetables, my going vegetable. Yeah, he said he wish he never played football. He's a lot. Yeah, he's. Nah, he had a baseball contract, and he was like, yeah, "I should have took that baseball contract." Oh, oh. Yeah, but he kind of, but he kind of backed off that statement a little bit, like a couple days later, you know. So. He, he, his parents wanted him, you know, to play football because you had to go to school. Like, he got drafted out of high school to play baseball, but they wanted him to go to college. But my thing is, you could have played baseball in college, you know? <laughs> so I, I mean, I yeah, don't understand no. that. Yeah, that's what he said happened. Yeah, man. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't even recall Peyton Manning getting hit that much. Like, for the most part, he was upright. Um, what? But, in that I mean, Patriots game? Nah, he was getting. Nah, nah in the Patriots game, he was getting. He was getting hit. But I'm just saying, overall, his whole career, he wasn't getting blasted a lot. Yeah, it wasn't until like, like when you think Brett Favre, you think Brett Favre, Brett Favre was getting blasted. He was getting like Bams was missile launching themselves into Brett Favre. He. Hey man, it was not. I mean, I don't call him getting hit like that. No. I mean, I, like I said, I know it's football. I know he get hit, but I just don't recall him getting it, like hit as much. That last game, he took a lot of hits, but he's yeah, forty. I don't know what you, you can't take any hits when you get into that age bracket. He's, <laughs> he's ten years older than we are now. No hits. Your body was not made to get hit at forty years old. <laughs> Oh, think about that one play when the Bama fell to the ground that so he was going to get hit and then luckily got up when he didn't get touched and threw the pass for a first down. Like, he was scared to get hit. He fell before he oh, got yeah, touched. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. His brother was scared, too. Eli be scared, too. That's why he turned he his back. He turned his back turn. <laughs> yeah, he turned his shoulder. They run in the family. That jump. Dang, so... It's the end of the road, road for uh, Peyton Man in the beginning of the camp. I like this. I like, you know, you got the new guy. He's not new, but you know what I mean. Like the new guy, the up-and-comer, and then you got the, the old Wiley veteran that, you know. So, I'm, I, I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all, root, y'all, so y'all rooting for the Panthers to win this job. You putting any money on it, Aaron? Aaron don't gamble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing for two years. Uh, yeah, I, I I put a little a little bet out there. I, I, I don't know what the actual spread is. I think it's like five and a half, if I'm not mistaken. But for the Panthers? Yeah, I, I believe it's five and a half. The last I saw. But I put I put another uh, bet with a buddy of mine. He said minus seven. So I went so I went with that. If I tie that. No, I win, so I, I got the I got the Panthers minus seven. So they got to win. You took it minus seven. You ain't take it plus seven. So they got to win by seven or more. They got to win by a touchdown, right, or more. Yep. So push the I, I, I think I think I think the Panthers can win by a touchdown. I mean, that's not a blowout. That's a touchdown. No. So if you tie, if you tie, you win. If you push it or you you tie, yeah, you win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I if I tie, I win. I made that clear because eight. I was like, ah. I feel I feel more comfortable about seven. 
Yeah, that's 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 close though. That's close, especially when you know the powers that be. They gonna be sprinkling their dust all over this game. Yeah, they gonna computer controls dog. I'm trying to tell you, cause uh, I mean this is the last game of the season. After this, no more football, no more daily fantasy. They gonna they gonna they gonna shut down daily fantasy next year. That's I'm I'm pretty sure of that, John. They gonna shut it down though. That jump was making a killer. Nah, they um, they got they got those big time lawyers, man. They fighting that tooth and nails. I don't see it coming. They not going down without the fight. Not next year. Man, we gonna see. We definitely gonna find out. We gonna find out, no? Cause I'm, I'm telling you, they making they making money hand over fist on that jump, and the government can't get a piece. You know what they do, no? <laughs> you know what they do. Uh. But without further ado, today we have a special guest in the building with us, uh, another bad rap hip hop enthusiast, our good friend uh, Earl Wilkerson Jr. Uh, what's up, bro? <laughs> the whole government. What's good, man? <laughs> what's up with you, man? Glad you could join sure, us today. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Uh, just like tell the tell the people where you from, man. Let the people know where you from first. Alright, well, I mean, as far as location-wise, I'm from Southern Maryland, um, which is almost smack dab in the middle of uh, D.C. and Baltimore. But um, directly, I'm from the Weird Buffy Podcast. Most people know me at Seven Nine, on pretty much all social networks. So, 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 where's the where's Buffy Podcast? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what is it? Like, you know, what I'm saying what, well, we're 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 basically like a men's lifestyle joint. It's uh, it's me and another gentleman. Um, Bad Boy Diddy's, a.k.a. Diddy TV more is my co-host, um, a tag team partner. And basically, um, we just kick it, um, you know, give you about an hour, hour and a half of sports and hip-hop every week. And just um, basically give you our opinions, you know what I'm saying, and try to reform, inform from our point of view. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, how's it going, Errol? Uh, my name's Jeff. Good, I'm, I'm a member of, yeah, I have a question for you. Uh, what, what, right, inspired what, you uh, what inspired you to start the podcast? No, all right, so I am an absolute podcast junkie, okay? So, like, like I, before before I was, I, I got on here, like, just now, I'm, I was traveling from work, and I'm listening to Serial, which is probably the most fairly popular podcast in the world. But like I kind of started with that and just listening, and I saw that there was, there wasn't an avenue. I am I'm 36, so there isn't there's a lane for 36 year old men because everything is either either turns younger or turns older. It's either magic and Patti LaBelle type music, you know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. so there right, isn't right. a, there isn't something for my demographic. And I figured if right. I had a voice to kind of, you know, say what we wanted to say from my point of view. Oh, cool. That's that's dope, man. That's so, dope. so why 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 would somebody like want to check it out? Like, I mean, I I know you gave me the lane, but like, like specifically, like, give me an example of like something y- y'all would talk about that would that would interest me in, in listening to the podcast and checking y'all out. All right, all right. Well, we, we talk. We talk, I guess you call it classic hip-hop. For instance, like this, this week, we're going to be talking um, Supreme Clientele versus Iron Man, as in which album is better. And that's where, like, like heads be like, well, I love Iron Man because it's the first one, but then you look at the production of each album, you know, and, and you get to compare it, and a lot of people don't get, get a chance to go back because, you know, younger cats don't get it. They weren't in it like we were, so... We, we give them the chance to kind of, you know, tell them how, how things were at the time. And also kind of just give our point of view, and then we've had a chance to see the music evolve. So it's, it's just kind of, it's almost a teaching moment, but it's, it's also kind of a time to bring two moments in time together to kind of just, you know, bring people into it. Okay, that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, I mean, do y'all talk about like political stuff? Like, I mean, I, I'd be curious to know, like, what, what's your thoughts on like the whole Flint, Michigan thing? Like, you heard about that, I'm sure. Right. Well, I, I tend to, we tend to kind of be, we, we, we kind of, our lane is more of a funny comedy lane that we stick to more about the thing. But I mean, the, the, the Michigan thing is just proved that like it's bad everywhere, you know what I'm saying? as far as what race is, and it also kind of proves that 
that not only black people, but poor people are the new niggas. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, people, if you don't have a voice as far as, first of all, in your race, if you don't have a voice as far as I can stand on my pocketbook and say, I need, people are going to just take and take and take until... You know what I mean? You can't, you can't survive, and I think that's what this that that thing turned into. So, hey, Earl, this is this is D, man. Um, good, I got a question for you, bro. Who you got in the chip? Who you got in the championship? The Panthers or the Broncos? Uh, well, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with Killer Cam. Killer Cam's been balling. Um, I mean, it, it, because you got two decent defenses. Um, I, I like Denver's defense better, but I, I just think. I think there's too much, man. I think it's, it's, it's time. At the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing DeMarcus Wade get a chip. Okay, so so what do you think is the key to this game? Like, who? Do you, what's going to be the turning point? Like, what's going to be the, the 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 difference maker for who wins? Is that is that a full is that a full serving of top ramen that's coming out of Peyton Manning's shoulder? Or is it just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's. Well, I just want to get tell If he can get the ball downfield, then I think I think he can. I think he can cause some problems in those good games. But I mean, there's, there's no question about what Cam's going to do on his end. So, and I, right. I think that's what's going to that's what it's going to cause it. I don't think it's going to be the blowout that Seattle was a couple of years ago. I think it's going to be a legit. I think it's going to be a legit fight. Okay. Yo, who 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 you following in sports? Like who's your who's your team you rock with? Well, all right, well, as far as the NFL, um, as far as the NFL, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I get. Oh, let me go and disconnect the call, bro. Let me hold on, hold on. Let me disconnect this okay. jump. <laughs> a Cowboys fan. Yes, sir. I'm a Cowboys fan. Like I, you, man, I grew up. I grew up. I grew up right in the middle of DC and Baltimore, right? Now, most of where I'm from, we kind of trended to, like, we're, we will gravitate towards more, like, Baltimore things. Like, I, I'm more of a club music, which I call house music head instead of a uh, a, a go-go head. Even though, you know I mean, I, I rock with some go-go, but I've always trended toward more Baltimore things. Because we never had, you know, all the stuff. Like, there's no football team that's ever. So, you know what I mean? Like, I just... Yeah, there wasn't a Baltimore team when I started watching football, man. I was watching football uh, in like 87, 88. So I was a little kid. I'm like eight years old. I'm like, what team do I pick? I say, man, I'm, I'm going to with the blue team with the stars on their hat. Oh, man. And I've been riding ever since, man. I'm going to tell you, the first year I watched them is the year that we went 1-15. Ah, uh, so... So you were on a, you were on a high at first, and now you you kind of you know a little bit of heartache right now in the last ten. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's been rough. I'm living rough for every team in our division except for New York. Yeah, that's true. So so, so, so you following any basketball, or you just, just strictly football? Well, funny enough, it's, it's another weird team. People look at me like you like who? When I was a little kid, man, I'm like, ooh, I'm a Pistons fan. The, uh, the bad Pistons, <laughs> man, it was a tough squad. And I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite players was, uh, if you remember, Vinny or Mike William Johnson, man, one of the best six men. He messed around yes, and 30 on you. But yeah. he hit the warm-up still on. Right. And I, I was a big Detroit fan, man. And, that, and I follow all of that, man. The kid Reggie Jackson is balling right now. The, I mean, Drummond, I mean... I don't know what's going on with what the league is doing with Biggs, but I mean he should have been a uh, a starter on on the East this year on, on the All Stars. Yeah, you know that's about yeah, the fan though. Yeah, that's the fan Joe. I mean he ain't posterized enough people that I mean <laughs> it's just it's all popularity contest. I mean maybe if he could hit free throws too, that would help them out a little so, bit. But so who's the big who's the big in the East though? Uh, Mel, I mean, is it, who's the big? Melo or? There's no big. I don't know. They doing. Al, Al Gasol. That's, that's probably. Yeah, Paul Gasol is, is a. I, I thought Paul ain't Nick All Star. I thought Paul ain't Nick All Star. Yeah. Nah, I thought. I thought that was a deal. 
It's weird, though. I think, and I heard you guys talking about how awful football was and what you guys would change about it. And I think, I think whoever said that, that, that you guys should go back to, like, the skills competition where they're, like, lifting weights and, 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 and doing the NFL smash and smash, I don't think they Um like they should go back to all those things. Like I remember the remember the quarterback club, uh, the upper deck training cards. Them joints they always and they had the little quarterback clubs and you you would train them back and forth. Man, they they need to go back to a lot of that stuff and push all that stuff. Just if if they do it that way, I think they can. I, I think they can put some juice back into the uh, to the Pro Bowl. Hey, real quick, just give you give your man a shout out, Andre Drummond, oh, oh. center in the All Star game. By the way. Right. Oh, he's a center? They put him in there? Yeah, he's in there. He's in there. Okay, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah I thought they, they announced him with the backups. Yeah, he's the only center on the Eastern Conference that went to the All-Star game. Right. That's, that's sad, weird, man. That's sad. <laughs> Very weird. The center, center position has disappeared from the NBA. Absolutely. Disappeared, man. I mean, no, I, 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 just, I just think it's, it's a weird thing. I mean, I know the game has changed. You know what I mean, it's, it's it's interesting to watch, man. It's definitely a different ball game, but I think that's almost with all pro sports except for baseball. And I don't know, it's baseball's never been my game. It's a new it's a new day, man. But uh, we we appreciate you, man, coming on. Can't, just let the you know let the fans know where, where they can uh, check your stuff out, man. Where they can follow you on Twitter, and Instagram, and check your stuff out. Oh man, you ducking police? <laughs> No man, we. Well, I'm actually on the way. I'm actually on the way to my son's. Um, my son's basketball practice, and we had to just pull, pull over for that. Okay, that's what's up. Practice go by. That's my bad man. Um, but now, nah, man, definitely you can catch me uh, at illfan79 on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, Earl D. Wilkinson, you know what I mean? You said my old number earlier. That's me on Facebook. But uh, Where's Buffy dot com at Where's Buffy on Twitter and Instagram as well is where you can get at. And, and be sure to check out my my, my tag team partner, my uh, my Molly Janetti, uh, my uh, my Booker T. You know what I'm saying, my man, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, or Dizzy from Bimo on Twitter. All right, that's what's up, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. we get you on this joint again, man. All right, brothers. Thanks for having me, man. All right, take care. All right, peace. All right, take care. All right, man, peace. All right, bro. Peace. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my boy Earl. Maybe I shouldn't have gave up my man government out there on the airways. You know what I'm saying? Might be ducking the feds or something. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but anyway, yeah, check out the Where's Buffy podcast. You know, check him out. I mean, he's a funny dude. Uh, you know, they tell all types of stuff. And, uh, you know, they, they got they got good content. So if you're looking for a podcast to listen to along with our jump, you can definitely check them out. Um, last night, um, uh, Steph Curry went up to, uh, the, the polo, the polo outlet jump up at, uh, up by the, uh, <laughs> National Harbor, National Harbor went to the polo outlet jump and then they had, they had the, uh, the polo boots, the, right. the, the real jumps, not the imitation, the real jumps. He just tried them jumps on and then stomped the mud hole in our squad last night. The Bama in the first half went in fuego. First of all, did y'all see the game? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I, I watched it. I watched it. Now, somebody at my job had the nerve to tell me that the Wizards played hard and they almost won the jump. I said, you didn't watch the game, though. You clearly didn't watch the game. Because yeah. last time I checked, how many lead changes were there in the game? I don't think there was but one lead change in the game. But it was like, one point the whole they, game. But there was one point when they were, I think in the third quarter, where they were down by like two points where they could have tied it. But I mean, but they never, they didn't threaten for real. That was like, that was like make-believe threatening right there. Like, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, just for real. That's the dang <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, nah, that, them Bama's, I mean, John Wall had 41 and 10. And no yeah, one saw that, that still wasn't enough. I mean, he, 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 he 
play, he played well. My my issue with it. I mean, I guess you could say he battled, he competed. I appreciate that. But it was like they were down, and he was throwing those buckets. So like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you classify. It wasn't like a competitive game, really, at all. Like I said, Golden State controlled the game the whole way. The whole way. But still, no, did you feel like it was a home game for Golden State? Yes, you said what? Cheering, it was cheering when it knocked down yeah. the corners. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like it felt like a home game for 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 Golden State, especially when Curry just was like on fire. First of all, the first like eight minutes of the game, this Bama had the power glove on when he was shooting. Everything was just going in. This guy grabbed a loose ball off the ground. He grabbed a loose ball and just shot the Joan. I don't even think the Bama looked at the rim. Joan just cash, cash, three, three, three. It's like this Bama is ridiculous. Fifty-one yeah, points, though. Seven. He caught, he caught like the, you know, when the circle, like on like Bulls versus Lakers, like any of them giants, like the NBA sh uh, Showtime, like when the, when the circle would turn red. I used to have like yeah. 77 with Miller, you know what I mean? I used to light him up with my style too. My style, yeah, that's that's how Steph was last night. Man, <laughs> like it, it's it's hard not to, to, like when you see that, that expose of shooting, like, you know, it's hard to contain, contain, uh, uh, your, 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 like, cheering and, you know, I mean, it sucks, like, because you, if that's your squad, but, man, he, he put on a ray on last night, though. Man. So, first of all, he had 11 trays, 11 three-pointers, though. Seven and one missed Dog, some players can't even shoot 11 three-pointers. You would get benched if you try to go out there and try to shoot a temp of even 11 three-pointers, though. This man, you know, yeah, during halftime, Steve Kerr, like, you know, he got the easiest job in the world because at halftime, Good. they came and they were like, <laughs> they, they were like, uh, should, should Steph Curry just stop shooting the ball? He was like, I mean, basically what he said was, I don't care what Steph Curry does. Like, he the realist, I don't care. Like, he can shoot as much as he wants, I don't care. Like, when you can coach a team, and you don't even have to, like, basically say nothing to your players. Like, you just, like, all right, go out here and mud hold them. All right, and then, like, when you come in a huddle, you just be like, hey, dog, just keep shooting, just keep shooting. Like, you don't even have to say anything. Like, when you know you have an offensive weapon, I mean, he was playing around, just doing the, throwing the jump around his back, layups, just on both sides of the run. He's, he's just unreal, unreal. So they beat us 134-121. Yeah. That's the most points I've seen the Wizards score in a long time, though. Um, but this is the problem. This is the problem I had with the game. Bradley Bill fried in that first half, and they took him out. And they took him out. It's like, what, why did they do that? And he, they were eighteen the entire game. He probably didn't have his window, you know, because he keep being in and out the line. No, Jeff, Jeff, no, stop, no, no. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, though. Bruh. Stop. See, look. No, a regular Bama, a regular Bama like Jeff, a regular Bama like me can use that excuse. Cause I'm not a professional athlete. My job isn't to run up the steps of my job and you know, run and do all this stuff. Like that win stuff, young, I no. So let no, me so no. let me ask unless so you unless you drink a hard liquor and you come No. Well go ahead, Jeff. What? What you gonna ask me? Let me ask you this. So when Tyron Lou took over the Cavs and asked the question or said that he wanted them to get more in shape because they were out of shape. He wasn't saying they were out of shape for the type of offense that they were running under black. He was saying they were out of shape for, you know, running the up-tempo. And all I'm saying is it's a possibility that because Bradley Bill has missed games, you know, you can't get in game shape by practice, that he is a, was a little tired, not like out of shape, out of shape, but he not where he need to be. You okay, but this is the thing. Okay, I hear, I hear, I hear that, but I'm, this, this is my problem, though. This is the problem. I hear that, and that may be a legitimate concern or a legitimate thing, but when you're under, when you're 25 years old or younger, you don't, you don't bruh, you don't get that, that leeway about being in shape and all having your wind up. When Jared Dully is out there, John, playing more minutes than you, I don't know, no, no. You gotta play your superstar. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't, 
I can't subscribe to the idea that Bama's getting passes because his wind ain't up, because he ain't running the treadmill earlier that day. Or nah, no, no, no. You get these millions. You're under 25. I don't want to hear. You'll go out here and party at 2K9s half the night, and you'll win fine then. Go to the strip club, all that. You're still open? 2K9s still open? Nah, man. That's my area. That joke don't need exist no more. Come on, man. You lying on me. You lying on me. Jeff, Jeff, you, you, if you the coach, if you the coach, let me ask you a question, Jeff. If you the coach, you taking Bradley Bill out after he's shown he's starting to cook, he's starting to find his rhythm. Are you going to take him out the game and put in Jared Dudley and who's the other clown they put in? Jared Temple started. Come on, man. Come on, man. What you going to do, Jeff? Nah, I, 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 I don't really have. I mean, I, of course, I want to keep, keep him in there. And that teacher, I mean, he can't go. So. I'm like, pass so, you, know, you, you know what that was? You know what that was? The the, the pirate eye patch Bama, he didn't want it, the, anything to fall on him by playing Bradley Bill while Randy Whitman wasn't there and like playing him too many minutes in this game. You know what I'm saying? Because Randy Whitman wasn't there. Randy Whitman was there. I think Bradley Bill would have stayed in. But who knows? He'd be doing funny business too. I mean, but. I don't. I feel like he just didn't want to be responsible for like maybe overplaying him or playing him too many minutes in this game or whatever, whatever. I mean, yeah, I don't know. What you gonna say, D? What's up? I mean, I mean, Bradley Beal played over thirty minutes, but the problem is, this is my problem I had with Bradley Beal. You had a great first half, but then Bama goes one from seven from the three point line and had plenty of wide open threes last night that he kept missing. Like, this Bama is too inconsistent. He need to go, honestly. I need to get rid of Bradley Brill, man. Well, well the, pro- the problem is, D, and this is why his shooting percentage has always been low and never improved, is because when he had that good first half, he just settled for shooting threes instead of attacking and slashing to the rim so you can get to the free throw line. That's how players are efficient and shoot a high percentage. And, you know, it, it, he doesn't do that. He just settles. And that's the problem with his game. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that somebody got to come in and tell him, like, go to the rack, stop pulling. I mean, and you, I mean, he's the. This is the thing. When Bradley Bill is on, he's the best shooter on the team. So you can't like tell your best shooter like not to shoot the ball and attack the basket. Like John Wall has no place to tell the Batman to not shoot. The ball. <laughs> so it's not. It's not like he can like, det- like you know, redirect Bradley Bill to go into the rack because. He be shooting ill-advised shots himself, and is he missing the whole rim. Is he the best shooter on the team? I don't know, man. I, I don't. Who, who you gonna put back over him? Shooting is the number three three-point shooter in the whole league. <laughs> okay, that's a fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't dispute it, man. I can't dispute. Yeah, Bradley Bill is a streaky shooter. He's not really consistent like that. Like I said, like you don't shoot 41% basically for your career from the field and be considered like somebody who be stroking it. You know, <laughs> like uh, 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 that's not somebody I'm gonna uh, uh, equate to that. No, I mean, I just I mean, don't know what. Go ahead, Bradley Beal <laughs> shoots like J.R. Smith. It's very streaky. He's on, he's on, he's yeah. on, he's on. But Jay, but this is the thing, J.R. Smith, I feel like she's better than Bradley Bill. Yeah. Like, they both streaky, but if I just got to take pure shooter, like, I mean, I feel like at least J.R. Smith can score. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I don't, man. Uh, yeah, Bradley, I'm done with he, uh, Bradley, he just, Bradley, he just be just like jacking the threes, like, like he step away, man. Like, and, and about that, like, I was mad, actually, that, you know, Steph, I, I had predicted that he would hit. When he had that, that half that he had, I had predicted that he was going to hit, like, 13 to 14 threes. And he actually had 11 threes with a bunch of time left. So, but he always plays in the Florida offense. So, I wanted him to break that record. But I did see that he became the only uh, player in NBA history to have multiple 11 three-point shoot, uh, three-point field goal games. So, that's crazy. What's the what's the record? Yeah, the the record is twelve. Actually, Kobe and Danielle Marshall are tied for that. 
Wow. Kobe got it against the Wizards too. Why we all? Why Bama's always breaking records on us, man? Us in the skins. Oh. It's just terrible, dog. Terrible. Oh, I that. I think- Hey, at least when we had Gil back in the day, he went for 60 at the at the Staples joint. That was crap. <laughs> yeah, Gil, Gil, Gil was there. Got a, who'd you say, Aaron? Put Kobe in the blender, too. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the good old days, yeah. Those are the good old days. Um, so, <clears throat> Curry had 51, 11 trades, beat the Wizards. The Warriors are 45 and 4. With 33 games left, are they gonna beat beat the 96, 97 uh, Bulls record? Your 72 and 10. I mean, 95, 96 season. If they want to, <laughs> <laughs> if they want to break it, if they don't rest players, yes, they will break it without a doubt. Dog, they run Bama's out the gym, so they're gonna break <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I mean, they would have to finish what twenty twenty eight and five. Yeah, yeah they, oh. they they break it. I'm telling you, I, I think they can do it. What what, what 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 percentage would you put it on, D? D, what's the percentage 95. that they break it? Ninety five percent. Aaron, what you what you say, Aaron? Ninety five percent. See, it's a done yeah. deal. Ninety five percent. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go 95 for the for the cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I guess, man, I really can't dispute it. I mean, when you got a creative player, you know, you know, you know, when you used to like try to do your uh, my career jump, and then you make your play, and then you try to put the sliders all the way up, like shooting 99, jumper 99, <laughs> short short range 99, handles 99. You know, like that's Steph Curry basically, like. Handles 99, <laughs> shooting 99, awareness 99, ball handling 99, everything. Steals, just 99. Lay up, finish at the basket 99. He's unreal. Yeah, He's unreal. Clay, so Exactly, exactly. And Clay, Clay had like a humble 24. I think he hit, he was like, I think he was finished 6 for 13 from downtown. So yeah, like you say, when you when you factor that with Steph and then Draymond, yeah, they ninety five percent they break the record. Dang, that's crazy. That is crazy that that they to make history with this team. Um, man. So last night, uh, Russell Westbrook had another triple double. That's three triple doubles in a row. Um, is is he is he being overlooked for MVP nominations? Because uh, I feel like people aren't even talking about Russell Westbrook like that. And it's not, and he's frying quietly. I mean, this is third triple-double. And he got and he had 24 and 19. 19 rebounds at the point guard. Rebounds. 14 and point guard. Crazy. I think, honestly, he could probably do that every single night if he wanted to. But I think a lot of times, Russell Westbrook just wants to score the ball. He mm. wants to be the wants to be the scorer, but if he wanted to, if he wants to, he can easily be a distributor. You know what I'm saying? Because when, yeah, he, when I, he goes when he goes to the cup, when he goes to the hole, it collapses defenses, and he can easily, you know, juggle drive penetration and kick it out to the shooters. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you yeah. know, a lot of times in his head, he just wants to score the ball, and that's it. He's actually yeah, I, been a better uh, distributor this year. I mean, I think that probably. Last time I looked, which was a couple of days ago, he was averaging nine point nine assists behind a Rondo, behind Rondo in the league for the league lead. And after last night's game, he might he might be over ten now. So I mean, he's been better. Um, but yeah, naturally, I think he it is still his first uh, you know desire to shoot. But but he has been uh, way better than he's been in the past. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, so, it, to me, I'm seeing him play differently. And I think Billy Donovan has been able to, like, get through to him because he looks like a distributor now. I mean, he's still scoring, but he just picks and chooses his times where he's, like, really aggressive offensively. But for the most part, he's trying to get, like, other players involved. Like, I've seen him pass up some layups. I've seen him pass up some dunks. I've seen him pass up, like, 
you know, get past one dude, drive to the lane, and old Westbrook would just go in and finish him himself. But like once the defender like draws to him, he'll have like a guy under the basket, he'll just dish it. Like I've just seen him be more unselfish. Uh, I don't know if he's trying to get rid of this tag, or I don't know if Billy Donovan's just really um, told him that he just wants to wants him to play differently. But whatever it is, um, I mean, it, he's been it's been working, and he's getting triple doubles every night. I don't. I mean, like you said, he can get a triple double every night if he wants to, because 19 rebounds. Like I watched the game the other night when he played the Wizards. He's like the main primary rebounder. Like. Serge Ibaka, that Batman don't rebound to save his life. And <laughs> if if Steven, I mean like Adams, he rebound, and then if Canners in there, they rebound. But but for the most part, like Westbrook, I see him going to the board, like for the defensive rebounds all the time. It's like almost like they told him like, just let Westbrook get all the rebounds. Like, I don't I that's mean, what it looked like to me, but I, I mean for him, he's to me, he's the most athletic guard in the NBA. There's nobody more athletic than him, in my opinion, at, at that position. Even probably in the league. You know what I'm saying? So for him, I think it's easy to get rebounds. It's easy to get the assists because he's just naturally gifted. And by the way, so, averaging 10, 10 assists a game, not 9.9. Bama's averaging 10. He's back yeah, five, I mean, I did, after that game, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> So let me ask this question: If you got it, if you got a uh, so fantasy draft, you got a first pick, and you know you, you only can choose between the two. We got Steph Curry or you got Russell Westbrook. Who you gonna pick? Steph. Oh, I'm picking Steph. <laughs> Steph Curry Steph. all day. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't replace that though. Like I, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, they were like, yeah, what did Steph add to his game? Like, I remember being this vicious. I was like, you want to know what he added to his game? Half-court shot. That's what he added to his, his arsenal. <laughs> like, he just added a half-court shot. Like, he could already shoot, like, three-pointers. He was like, well, let me bring it back five steps, and let's see how they, they handle this. Yeah, because right now, he's just unguardable. He, nobody in the league can check him. I mean, we've seen what he did to the best. Kawhi Leonard, probably the best ball on-ball defender, and he... Milked him for 38. So, done yeah. deal. Um, the, coming down to the to the uh, final points of the show, uh, Ryan Murphy, Denver practice squad, by I me. Mean, he was out there lunching, out there <laughs> messing around with the floozies in San Jose. So they sent him home. So now he's not even at the uh, the facility or at the Super Bowl. How dumb can you be? How dumb can you be? You're not even on the roster. You're a practice squad, dude. <laughs> and you trying to... <laughs> you out here get caught with a prostitute. Have mercy, no. What a blow. So his career about done. We'll see him at uh, working at Walmart in the office next year. Uh, Brandon Marshall and endorses Ryan Fitzpatrick over, uh, over Colin Kaepernick. So last last show we uh, had some breaking news where Colin Kaepernick basically came on saying he wants out of San Fran, he wants to go to New York Jets, and uh, Brandon Marshall, who had a stellar season this year, was like, "Nah, bruh, we go with Ryan Fitzpatrick." Um, was he just saying that, or do you think Brandon Marshall really really believed that, or is he just one of them dudes that's just loyal? I think he believed it. I think he believed it. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, though? Because of what he did this year in the regular season. That's why he believes it. Oh, okay. So I can't refute that. You know what I'm saying? And then what would he say on national TV? Yeah. Come on, let's come to the squad and just, you know what I'm saying, kind of denounce the starter you have against you right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't. The thing about Kaepernick is he is he better than Fitzpatrick? Possibly, but I don't know. He doesn't have good accuracy. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have good decision making. But that could be, that could have been the offense. So who knows? But I, I think he really believed that because the team the team is a couple of pieces away from being really good. The Jets are mm-hmm. from winning the AFC. So I think he believes it. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, 
Kaepernick was, he was launching. He thought, he was like, oh yeah, that team, they quarterback, oh, Fitzpatrick, he trash. I'm better than him. And then he just made that statement like, oh, I can go here and just rough his spot. You know, but <laughs> not so fast, bro. Not so fast. What happened to Geno Smith, though? Is that bad? Is he, in, he on a practice squad now? I think he might be a free agent. He a free agent? There's no way. There's no way. They still, they just no, no. They just got him. No. There's no way, yeah. They, they probably wouldn't mind for him to be a free agent to be down with him, but I don't think he's an actual free agent yet. Dang, yeah. This man, my IK. Finished him, dog. One uppercut changed his whole life. MVP. MVP. That shit changed everything, dog. It got a bum. It got a bum bomber back into the saddle as the, as the top dog. It got him erased from rosters everywhere. Like I don't even think he get updated on the Madden jump. Like then when you reorder the roster, like update jump, his his rating none of nothing changed. It's just what is he like sixty seven on that jump now? Are you talking about Gino? <laughs> yeah, on the Madden. What's his rating? Seventy two. It Something went like down. It. When he got stole, it went down. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> awareness. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awareness. And, and, and what? Do they have some durability? Of, <laughs> <laughs> he said durability. <laughs> awareness and durability went into the track. Yeah, I mean, intelligence, because obviously it wasn't that smart. <laughs> like, Owing a owing a linebacker money, like I don't know what he was thinking, you know. Uh, yeah, that Bama done paid off everybody since then. <laughs> he went. He called Sally May, gave him all their bread back, everything. He's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one past due bill ruined his life, young. Ridiculous. Uh, Jerry Rice comments on Megatron re- Megatron retiring says that. At this, at Megatron's age, he was just, he was in, uh, just entering his prime. Was 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 Jerry Rice trolling or was he like being serious? How old is Calvin Johnson? Thirty. That's not your problem. Thirty. Was Jerry Rice going into his prime at thirty? But you got to remember, Jerry played till he was like 41, 42, so he kind of was coming into his prime at that point. Mm, that's true. That is true. But but guess what I mean. That if Jerry didn't make as much money as Calvin made, I know that. So I don't, I don't know what I don't know what uh what he like you say what he's trying to prove. Like what's his point? You know. Yeah, nah. Probably Detroit. Detroit Press probably paid him to say that, so they get get Calvin to come back for a couple more years. I mean, if, if, if a player if a player is already talking like he's retiring and you get him to come back. What level of a player do you think you gonna get? Like honestly, how about like, this? If he if he's not playing, who Detroit gonna throw it to? That's the bigger question. I rather have <laughs> Calvin Johnson at seventy percent than just about anybody else in that roster. Golden Tate has played solid since he's been there, but other than that, they kind of need him yeah. just to be eight and eight. Yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, I feel bad for Jim Caldwell. This might be his last year. You say he done after this? Done. He done. First of all, how is he still the coach? Them mamas, I mean, they did win them games at the end, and that fluke one versus Green Bay, and that was that was kind of fluke. But yeah, that's why he's still. Well, the coach. look, this, this only this only his second year. Fellas, he was just eleven and five the year before, and they got they they kind of got a raw deal before Dallas got a raw deal. And they played him in the playoffs. So, I mean, if you just were eleven and five and get in the playoffs, and then you have a bad year, I don't think you should be gone already. That's, that's extra. So, uh, yeah, you right. We got a little more breaking news. <laughs> Johnny Manziel <laughs> threatened to kill his girlfriend and himself and dragged her into the car by her hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, this wait, man was wait. out of control. <laughs> Did he get cut? Did they cut him? Not yet. They're gonna wait till the league. Uh, they can't, the league they can't cut him yet. They can't they cut him until wait, March the first. I think March third. Yeah. No, they got they got the scissors appending for him. <laughs> oh, he so he. And you got you 
gotta wait till the date, man. You keep trying to cut them before the date, man. They they gonna they gonna this time is coming, man. Dang, young. So what, what's going on with Johnny? Like he's depressed. He's clearly that's depressed. It. That's the bottom line. He's depressed with his life. He's not happy with his so, life. Man. So, hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Let me ask you this: Is this is this what what the girlfriend says happened? Is, is the reason that they had the choppers out? Like, was that that same night? Yeah. So I guess that's what's in the police report. So I'm assuming it's her word of mouth. I don't know how true it is. It sounds like she might be a nut job too, but. I didn't know all that was part of the reason why um, <laughs> I guess they had the choppers out looking for the battle. They probably were <laughs> laying dead somewhere. Damn. This by Nino Brown over here. Dragging youngins by the head and doing one Yeah. He lost it, dog. He's lost it. He's depressed. He's depressed. Hey, let, I mean, that's yeah, a, he, he need a clean stop. That's alleged, though. That's alleged. Alleged? It's Johnny Manziel we talking about. Ain't no alleged. <laughs> that's not Dude, it. Like, he did it. And, and this is in Dallas. That's her word. That's her word. But that's her word. He's still messing with her. Huh? Listen, I believe it. I believe it. You believe you believe her? Word, the, the, you don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. If, if you go to buy a car and you look at the, the VIN number and you look it up, and the junk has all these these little uh, question marks beside it, saying that it was in a car accident here, car accident there, car accident here, car accident there, you gonna buy that car? And then and you go to the dealership and you say, "Hey man, it's good. I promise you." Engine everything straight. <laughs> no, dog. No. But but, but yeah, Aaron, let check, me don't check it. out. Let me let me just ask you this, and then I'm I'm done as far as Manziel. I mean, it's not really to talk about. But let me ask you this: just because, like the the example that you're giving, that's that's cool or whatever. That's cool. But like we talked about it on shows before. What really has he done? Like I mean, party. You know, I mean, he's been at that that that's not saying that you. You grab the girl by the hair and drag her. <laughs> I mean, nah, that, that doesn't say that he, that doesn't say. This is what Johnny has done. Johnny has disregarded uh, the rules that have been set in place to govern his behavior. Bruh. So he did, he he was supposed to be, he did the little, uh, little rehab treatment jump. Then he gets out of the rehab treatment, and then the Bama's caught on tape getting fried. Then before that, this is the thing, this is why I believe almost everything about Johnny, was when he was in Texas A&M, and he got in trouble with the stuff, and then he went on the field because the coach benched him for a half, and then when he got on the field, he was out there jump flexing and throwing the money signs up and stunting and doing all of this. Like, basically, like, I don't care about the coach, like, you know, or, or what kind of, what kind of, like, uh, guidelines or rules that they try to put in place. Now he ain't, he doesn't care. So the fact that he's been, there's been murmurings. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's just my point. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So did he, did he put her in a headlock and power drive her into the bedpost? I don't know, but it's likely he did do something to her. You know what I'm saying? It's likely he did do something to her. I mean, they've been beefing before. Word on the street is they, they've had altercations that have gotten physical, you know, but she just never pressed charges. So, I don't know. I believe it, man. I believe it. But we'll, we'll know soon enough. We'll know soon enough. We'll know soon enough. Um, but with that said, that's our show. Just as we, we going out of here, we just want to acknowledge uh, one of the one of the great African Americans of our, our day, Wendell Oliver Scott. Uh, he was born in August 29th, 1921. He died December 23rd, 1990. He was an African American stock car racing driver, uh, and he drove in a NASCAR. And uh, in 2015, he was the first African American to be induct- inducted in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So. It's a shout out to Wendell, Wendell Oliver Scott. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even know who the dude was when I first when I heard first heard about the story. I'm like, yeah, NASCAR driver, black dude. Like, have any of y'all ever went to a NASCAR uh, race? No. 
Nah, sir. Nah, I, nah, I haven't been. I um, I would like to though. I have family that grew up from the country. They love that type of stuff. But I, I never been. I don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you see a picture of that dude, well, I mean, it's not. A, it's a black and white picture, so I can't tell. He looked kind of white in the in, in the, uh, like he looked real like light skin, but man, clearly he's black. Um. Because some of the stories, I mean, if you look him up and you hear some of the stories that he told, like how he would win the race, and then they would just like act like somebody else won it, and then pay him on the back end. Like he would have to come back at night and collect his winnings. It was just, man, crud. Yeah, it was, man. But uh, nonetheless, uh, that's our show. Follow us at Black Sports 980. It's BLK Sports 980. Uh, thank you to our guests joining us, Earl. Uh, Where's Buffy podcast? You know, check that out. I'm forgetting what y'all doing tonight. Hello, fitness. Doing taxes tonight. No taxes. Okay. All right, bro. All right, that's our show. I'll let y'all. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak. Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do